Hey guys, thanks for tuning in to Dazed Radio Lab. It's your host, Gabby. On this week's episode, we're going to do uh, Gapping with Gabby. Um, this is the second episode we've done so far on Dazed Radio Lab. And basically, I just gab. So, yeah. <laughs> That's essentially what it is. Um, <clears throat> I want to, you know, take a moment and thank you for your patience as it's taken me a few weeks to put out this episode. March has been an eventful month. I mean, it's been busy, eventful, and, um, you know, just thank you if you're listening and you're still there. Uh, the first week of March, I'll give you a play-by-play on what's been going on this month. So, the first weekend of March, I went back home in Dallas, and that's whenever I recorded that episode a few weeks ago with Kerm. If you haven't checked that out, it's, you know, the previous episode before this, so go listen to it. It gets kind of political, and, um, you know, we talk about COVID, and uh, he's in Georgia, so it's a little bit different than, you know, Texas, and that's whenever Governor Greg had just lifted the uh, no mask dealio here in texas so we kind of touch base on that and just you know if you're into that you know definitely go give it a listen but if not you know i could totally feel you on like hearing way too much COVID all the time because that's all the mainstream media and and even um other podcasts they just cover it so much so that's all we're going to touch base on that you know <laughs> definitely not a COVID podcast today i will tell you that so anyways yeah i recorded that episode the first weekend of march with Kerm, and I was back home in Dallas, uh, went to the Fort Worth Stockyards, and let me tell you, things in Fort Worth were popping. Um, everyone was out. I guess they were having, like, not a rodeo. Obviously, that's, you know, Houston's thing, but they were having something. There was – the streets were full, bars were packed. Uh, this was during the day, too, and um, not that many people were wearing masks. You know, think what you want, but – Personally, I'm, you know, a little, I'm, I'm happy to see things opening back up and getting a little bit back to normal. And I mean, even Google and all these other companies are like posting these, um, they're commercializing and marketing the vaccine and pushing that on, you know, everyone's agenda. So I feel like maybe soon, hopefully things will get back to normal, but Fort Worth felt, it felt, you know, just like a weekend in Fort Worth, um, that's where the stockyards are, if you're unfamiliar. There was a lot of cattle, um, shopping. You could buy roasted kettle corn. Oh, shit. Sorry. One sec. Whoop. Sorry about that. So, anyways, um, Fort Worth, packed, poppin'. Love it. Um, and then, uh, you know... Had some really good fried chicken. Went to Mike's Chicken if you've never been there in Dallas. Definitely check it out because it's delicious. Um, And then the next weekend was my birthday. Uh, And we got to see Tim Dillon, one of my, literally one of my all-time favorite comedians. Um, Or I should say podcaster because I, you know, subscribe to his Patreon. I listen to his podcast every Saturday. I'm a huge fan and I got to see him live for the first time, which was cool. Um, the crowd was super drunk. Uh, we had gone to the early show at like 7.30 and literally everyone there was shit-faced. Um, some chick was like yelling out at the crowd and, or not at, at the crowd, I mean at him, but everyone in the crowd could hear her. Um, so it was cool to see him do some crowd work, kind of like try to settle her down. And then even some other people got a little bit into it. It's always interesting going to a comedy show because you don't know what the crowd's going to be like. You don't know what the openers are going to be like, um... He, he had his uh, Dan Carney guy open up for him. 
And I've been kind of curious to see what, because, you know, Dan, if you're a fan of Tim Dillon, who's hilarious, he has Dan Carney on his show sometimes, or at least on the Patreon, and, um, you know, whenever Ben Avery can't host it. So I was just curious to see how Dan would do live, and he was really good. He's he's funny. He's a good guy uh, to see live, and, you know, he'll probably be popping within the next couple years once comedy, you know, gets to pick up a little bit more, because... I mean, he just knew his material and he knew how to work it. And then, of course, we got to see Tim. Tim's great. And even a few weeks before that, we had gone to the secret group here in Houston um, in East Downtown. And I saw someone bomb, like, terribly. He was the opener for the the pre-openers, openers, opener, if that makes sense. There was a lineup of three. Um, and this was whenever we were seeing Louis J. Gomez. And I can't remember who opened for him, but he was funny. He's like this fat dude wearing tie-dye and... Like, he's big, and he, like, talks about it in his act. Like, he's he's huge. Hilarious. And then um, Luis J. Gomez from Legion of Skanks was hilarious also. And he, like, made fun of one of the guys in the front because he was acting like a dummy. <laughs> I mean, you, you just go to comedy shows and you get drunk. And, I mean, it's evident in the crowd whenever people start blurting things out. It's like, I'm kind of one of those people that just sits in the back and laughs. And I don't know. I don't think anyone ever notices me. <laughs> I'm definitely not the drunk person yelling out at the, the comedian on stage because that's not really my deal. But I love going to comedy show. I, I just love seeing things live. And um, music is definitely my favorite thing to see live by far. That's kind of why I got into podcasting. That's why I got into radio way back in the day. Comedy is good too. And, you know, they're just personalities that you get to see and, and everyone has a different take on everything. So it's really good to go into comedy shows with like with an open mind. That's how I always do it. It's just I love it. If you love it, too, like just, you know, hit me up. I don't have that many followers on Twitter or anything. So love to shoot the shit of, or whatever um, about, you know, comedians you like. Maybe we like the same ones. But yeah, so that was my birthday weekend. I actually saw Tim Dillon on my birthday. So that was cool. Um, and I guess he was recording a special, but on his Patreon, he kind of like made it seem as if he recorded in Houston for like Thursday, Friday, Saturday, I guess two, like six times, but like, isn't going to use it. I don't know. I'm not sure what he's doing with it, but, um, there were definitely cameras and whatnot there recording. And then, uh, the next weekend, I guess this is the third weekend of March, like around uh, St. Patty's Day. I didn't do anything on St. Patty's Day. Um, I didn't even, I forgot to wear green. I forgot to wear green and I literally bought a shirt and I was like, oh, I can wear this on St. Patrick's Day. And then I didn't even wear it. Yep. Anyway, that weekend, because I think it was on like a Wednesday or whatever. That weekend I went to Arizona. Um, I think I left on a Thursday. Flew into Phoenix. Drove around, drove up to Flagstaff, stayed at some dude and chick's ranch. They had, like, cow. They didn't have cows. They had uh, horses, shitload of bird dogs. It was cool. You could, like, see the mountains in Flagstaff from their property. They had a trail on their property. We were in the guest house, and, you know, they were in the main house. <clears throat> the stars were beautiful there. Um, Flagstaff's a small town, so that, I mean, it was cool. It was really cool. Um, I definitely liked Arizona a lot. Uh, you know, went to Sedona, went to, um, did some hiking, the Grand Canyon. It was like a classic Arizona trip. Um, and I'd gone to the Grand Canyon before, like I went as a kid, 
But like, if if you listen to the show, you know I'm a geologist. I haven't been since you know graduating college, so it was just really cool to like see all the. It was really cool to see all the rock formations. <laughs> but it, it it was. I mean, it's beautiful. It's breathtaking, and I was probably being so annoying. I was like, oh look, do you see like you know the cross bedding and. Like, I, I pointed, we went to one of the overlooks at first, and I was, like, pointing at a granitic dike in the Grand Canyon. And, like, obviously, my boyfriend's, like, I, I literally don't know what you're talking about, because you're pointing at just, like, a spot in the, in the fucking Grand Canyon. It's huge, so, yeah, I probably, <laughs> probably a little bit annoying. <laughs> hey, do you see that? Look at that granitic dike. And then it's, like, what? I don't know what you're talking about. Literally a foreign language to him. But whatever, I enjoy it the whole entire time. On the plane ride, I was reading the Roadside Geology of Arizona book. Because, you know, we rented a car in Phoenix and then drove up to Flagstaff, drove to the Grand Canyon further north, and then drove back down south and, you know, to Sedona, southwest. Um, and you get to see a lot of, of, of cool cool rocks. And that's something I'm obviously very interested in. So, I mean, that was a great trip. And I, I, I love it. Um I loved it so much. So I can't wait to do more trips. And Arizona was pretty popping. Um, I guess a touch base on COVID and masks there. I didn't really. Oh, my God. My dog is scaring me. Sorry. If you hear any background noise, that's him. He's just being a little rascal right now. Oh, my God. Literally made my heart drop. Sedona was popping. Not many masks. I mean, masks. It's weird because in Arizona, you'll encounter people on the trail who like put on a mask to pass you, to pass you, excuse me. Um, and then same thing in the Grand Canyon. No one really wore a mask on the trails that we hide, but a lot of the tourists who would just like drive around in, in, the, in the, I guess like town that's above the Grand, uh, right now the north, the north rim's closed and so you could only enter from the south rim and oh my god, talk about a long wait. It was like it said up to two hours once we got to the entrance, but then whenever we were, like, trying to inch up, there were people who, like, didn't buy a pass, so, you know, we had to wait behind them, which is kind of frustrating, right? We had bought it in advance, and we are just, like, trying to get into the park. Guys, if you're going to a national park, buy that shit in advance, okay? It's, 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 it's already so crowded. I mean, it's almost annoying and just a nuisance to go. It's like, I just want to go hiking. I know there's obviously many places you could go other than the Grand Canyon to hike. And uh, I mean, we did. We went on this one like trail that we found on all trails and you just pull off on the side of the road in Sedona and you like don't know where you are. And we literally got lost. We didn't get lost. I I had to use a topographic map to find our way down and we accidentally went down the wrong drainage and then had to backtrack. And I mean, it's, it's, You can hear my dog lapping up water. Um, But yeah, I like to go on, you know, hikes that are less traveled. So we didn't go on like that big bright angel trail that we kept seeing people come in and out of. We had to like take the red bus and go out to a different trail um, called the Hermit's Post Trail or the Hermit Trail in the Grand Canyon. So that was cool. Um, And, you know, the hike down's so easy. You're just like, oh, yeah, look at this. It's beautiful. And then, you know, you're like hiking up the canyon and and climbing like 2,000 feet in elevation. So that's always interesting. But Arizona, badass. I want to go to California. um, I haven't been since I was a kid, so it would be really cool to go to Yosemite and just, you know, another national park that's going to be filled with tourists. But, um yeah, and then last weekend, uh, we went to the farm in East Texas, 
got little puppy Palmer to run around a lot. He heard some gunshots. And uh, I went fishing. And I accidentally, I, I caught a fish. And the fish swallowed the bait. Like, I guess it was so hungry it swallowed it. Because I hooked it. But then, like, as I was reeling it in, right, you set the hook and then you reel it in. I don't know. It felt funny. But I just kept reeling it in. And whenever I pulled the fish out, I literally had to get my boyfriend because I didn't know what to do. It was a, ba- a, base, a bass fish and base. Oh, well. <clears throat> um, it was a bass fish. And the hook went, like, into its into its throat or whatever. Like, it had swallowed it. And so he had to let it. It was like a five, like a, a five minute ordeal. I felt so bad. We tried to get the fish to go back in the water. I mean, it was still alive, but it kept like trying to float itself up. Like it was like, no, I'm done. Like I'm not gonna try anymore. Um, but its gills were moving, and you know, it was trying to breathe in the water or drinking the water or whatever. It was just trying to live, and you know, he would like hold the fish and like bring it forward and backward to try to like get water inside the fish's body and it worked for like a second but then the fish just like whenever he would let the fish go it would like float to the top so we ended up gutting it and you know smoking it or not smoking it but um I mean yeah I guess like putting it on the grill and eating it later for dinner um or with dinner I should say we had a lot of other stuff for dinner too but I tried it and it was pretty good clean clean tasting um didn't taste too fishy didn't taste like murky bass. I, I, I don't know. It was good. I felt bad because it was a pregnant fish. And you could see like the sack of eggs. There were two sacks. And uh, yeah, I mean, I'd seen people in field camp in Utah catch fish, gut them and eat them, but never me. So that was my experience fishing. Um, obviously, I've fished before, but uh, just recently that was what had happened. Anyway, so I had to change locations. Um, It was getting a little noisy with Palmer. So I'm recording in my closet right now. Yep. So it might sound a little bit more muted. I literally feel like Theo Vaughn right now. I remember I was listening to this past weekend um, a while ago. I don't listen to that podcast anymore as much as I used to. um, But he was, you know, home for the holidays and recording in a podcast because his uh, house was loud. He was recording in a closet recording a podcast in a closet I have no idea what I just said um but yeah anyway so that was my last this past weekend lol if you get it you get it um and so now now we're here um we're going to the beach this weekend with my little puppy um he's gonna run around a lot we've been to the beach before so I know he loves it yeah other than that the week stays busy with job applications I feel like Amongst all the fun I've had on the weekends, um, I've just been bombarded with companies. Essentially, feels like they're leading me on right now um, because I'm on the hook, as you would say, with so many jobs right now. At least like three, four, five I'm in the middle of an interview process with, but it's not really getting any traction. I mean, there's no forward movement. Um, I've been unemployed since August, so it's kind of just frustrating um, up to this point to not be employed yet and um you know still have to go through those same basic questions over and over and over again kind of just refine the answers continue those same conversations just with different people different companies different fields of work and it's it's you know it's a struggle um anyone out there who's looking for a job knows how I feel and it's not it's not the best feeling in the world because you don't feel 
gratification instantly like you would whenever you do a job or you work with colleagues all the time and then you do something for them and then they're like oh my gosh thank you this helps me out so much like it's that's instant gratification but with this you're like I, like I'm keeping a work search log and ever since the end of January I've applied to like at least um I think I counted the other day like 87 jobs so I need to go in this week and update that log but I think I applied to at least nine now so just it, it keeps moving forward and like I said I'm on the hook with a few jobs right now so I reach out to them see if there's any movement as far as choosing a candidate um so wish me luck <laughs> I could use some good luck in the job department um because I, I don't know why it's just it's it's a difficult and competitive time right now um, just feels like I'm fishing and the, the lines in the water, I keep feeling nibbles and then there's no bite. That's what it is. So, you know, it could, you know, leave you feeling a little bit like lost or at least sometimes I feel a little bit lost just because a lot of my day is spent like looking for jobs and then I get bored with that. And then it leaves a lot of, I don't want to say unmotivation, um, cause there's a lot of motivation to find a job and like get back to work. I mean, I'm so early in my career, it's just, it's kind of hard to not be working. But that traction that I'm talking about, like, just to keep it going, um, like, I take my dog on a lot of walks, and that really helps me out because I get to spend time outside. It makes me feel better just to go on a long walk with him. You know, like, working out. Like, it, it's all about finding hobbies, for me at least, and, and, like, spending time doing that during the week as well. Uh, at the same time, though, this is a big hobby of mine. Podcasting, DJing, playing with music, downloading music, um, finding new music, going to shows, all of that. We haven't had the opportunity to this past year, this year. This past, this recent trip that I went on to go back to hobbies in Arizona, it was beautiful. And I like, I, I've always had a, 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 an interest in taking pictures. Like years ago, I had my mom buy me like a nice camera, a Nikon D3100, which was nice at the time. Um, and this was in like 20, like 12, I think. So photography's always been like kind of a hobby of mine. I would take pictures with my friend. We'd go shoot stuff with our cameras and whatnot. Um, and so this past trip in Arizona, I really got to like reestablish that hobby. And it's always good to like find something that you like and then also like go back to it. Like I, I always liked photography, right? But more recently, I've, I like have fell back in love with it, if that makes sense. So I guess with DJing, like, I did get a little bit bored of it, but I have kind of basically taken a whole month-long break from it in March. Like, I barely touched my uh, Tractor Control S2 is what I used to DJ, and um, it, it was nice, and I just played with it the other day, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I missed it. So it's good to, like, to, like, have a hobby, but then also, like, tip take a second to step away from it and then come back to it and then actually like love to do it again if that makes sense I, I'd just been hitting a roadblock with with DJing um and that's also why I didn't release anything I have you know something I was working on and then I didn't feel confident with it so I didn't release it and that was gonna be after the Kerm episode and then I was like you know what I'm just gonna put a pause on that um you know, and what I really want to do is also go back to the uh, no agenda in this trap house. I love the trap mix that I made in there. So I want to like go back and re redo it essentially. Um, and I've been listening to a lot of my old mixes and it, 
and listening to something that I made a while ago and realizing how I could do it so much better also like puts a fire but it, like it, it ignites a fire inside of me to like go, get back on it and, and do it again because when I was in Arizona and just whenever I did step away from um like DJing for like this month I had the time to sit back and listen to what I had already recorded and released four days radio lab like either last year or this year whatever and it just really like put a fire underneath me to like get going and and get back at it um because it is something I really do enjoy and like have a huge passion for and want to upgrade my equipment and to be quite honest like I cannot wait to get out of this apartment just because it's so tiny um it's a one bedroom with two people and a dog it can get pretty crowded and I can't wait to have like a, a studio essentially so better things are to come saving up for some tractor con- or not tra- <laughs> saving up for some cdjs so that way I can really just like dive into it heavy because I got the tractor control a $400 piece of equipment which is essentially just like a toy to see if I liked it and if it was something that I was going to stick with right you don't want to invest thousands of dollars and then not stick with it right because you're just shooting yourself in the foot so you know now I'm gonna pull the trigger and just do it um because that's something I'm gonna stay doing for a while and I'm also gonna get like a portable it's it's, I think it's called a zoom it's like a recorder a portable microphone essentially and it, it it records on the go and I'm gonna take that to shows you know hopefully I have the opportunity to go to a show this year I've actually been talking to I guess like the PR guy his name's Chad Um, I've been talking to him trying to get a press pass for um, this music festival happening in Austin um, that you guys should get tickets to it's called seismic dance event it's uh, I think maybe the third year that's happened Um, I'm not sure Sorry, I'm Googling music events this year, 2021, because, uh, yeah, so I'm trying to get a press pass for that because I really just want to start covering events. I mean, that's why I kind of started this, this, uh, show, Days Radio Lab. I think a lot of good things are to come. And, um, also, you know, just to go back to what I've been doing, I have, uh, a link for you guys to go click <laughs> and pre-order a vinyl if you're in the U.S. There's not many left. Um, I think there was 50 available for the U.S. It's Aurora Knox. I've been kind of talking on the show about doing lyrics for her and I did them and now they're going to be on a vinyl pressed and released. Um, you could buy it for $11, super cheap, really affordable, or you could buy the mp3 or wave file. I'm not sure what it is for $7. For the whole album I think it's an EP actually so really cool and I just sent her more vocals yesterday so more music to come on that too <laughs> are you bothering us what are we bothering you no are you doing a podcast yeah in the closet <laughs> well I can't it's quiet in here so yeah definitely need a bigger place yeah even if it's a hobby it can be stressful to accomplish so you know my hobbies have been like DJing music photography hiking um you know you don't always get to do all of them but I think rotating them is also essential 
So you don't want it to a hobby to become something that bores you. But something that really excites me are festivals that are happening this year. So this is a, um, a obviously this is a music podcast. Um, really into EDM. We'll see what all comes through this year. But I see that Ubby Dubby is going to happen in April, which seems really, that seems ambitious. But you know what? It's Texas. <laughs> so I don't doubt that it'll happen. And also Disco Donnie's real on having that. Oh, not, <laughs> not a EDM festival. Suwanee Rising? Suwanee? rising um april 8th through 10th so actually very very soon in florida of course umphreys mcgee lettuce goose jam band jam band music and then we also have the swanee surprise oh another florida one pigeons playing ping pong i've played them on the show before one of the earlier episodes uh, rolling loud is supposed to happen in may in miami florida asap travis scott post malone 21 savage hip-hop festival for show i'm about that dirty bird camp in speak of the devil seismic dance event 2021 may 21st through 23rd in austin texas i'll link tickets below definitely gonna go um hopefully i get a press pass so that way i could go backstage and get some liners for this show and just network you know it's all about networking like I've been doing a good job obviously I could do better um I don't think that taking a month off helps but we all need a break and that I did get so on that lineup we have a hell of a lineup um let's see Charlotte DeWitt badass Cloney uh side piece these are all like Claude Von Stroke house and techno pretty underground to be honest um let's see bob moses it says club set and that sounds cool oh kyle watson how did i not see that name tachimi i i really i always screw that up chom chami i always mess that up hate me side piece it's one of those where you're like is it this way or this like how do i say is it like this or like this and i remember when we were in denver we had this debate over i think it might have it might have been him and I'll, i'll still probably say it wrong um anyway and then also we have mm, 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 another jam band in quincy california joe russo's almost dead it's called high sierra music festival uh, july 1st through the 4th let us yet again the disco biscuits dr dog sorry my cursor was over it boombox with beat brass sounds funky um Oh, Summer Camp 2021. We got Mo, Umphreys, <laughs> Billy Strings, but we also have Rez, Grizz, <laughs> Cherub. Wow. This is in Illinois, in Chilcote, Illinois. Chili Cothy. I actually don't know where that is. Is that outside of Chicago? no um i don't think i entered it says illinois but it showed um ohio on the map okay here we go yeah so definitely outside of chicago closer to peoria 
Piora. I'm so bad at pronouncing things. All right. That looks like a good lineup, though. Closey. Oh, my goodness. She also just released a tour schedule for this year and um she's supposed to be in houston so i'm definitely gonna go to that show all right well my laptop is dying i'm gonna you know say some more stuff about other music festivals september at the end of the year in chicago north coast music festival 2021 cascade grizz res lose a child lane eight ls dream domdala Ooh, i am gonna keep a handful of these at the back of my mind so that way i can apply for these um shows we also have elements lakewood festival in lakewood pennsylvania um dondra white knight closey yet again chris lake walker royce diplo oh my god claude von stroke who i will hopefully be seeing at seismic dance festopia 2021 in kansas city missouri if you are wondering lane eight again jai wolf Boogie T, Borgor, seen him. I've seen a lot of these people, but also a lot of them I haven't seen. And if I have seen them before, I want to see them again, you know? Um, imagine. Oh, in Atlanta, Georgia. That looks like a killer lineup. Um, September 17, 18, 19. Lots of EDM. Let me tell you. It's stacked. Adventure Club subtronics fisher cascade virtual riot b2b barely alive elenium grizz excision um the list goes on there's a lot of festivals that are supposed to happen this year bonnaroo <laughs> how have i not mentioned um that lineup got released recently um hard music hard summer 2021 yeah we are in it guys i hope and if we're not then we will next year right We'll, we'll make it through all of this craziness um, with some live music, hopefully, too. Anyway, I'm signing off. My laptop is at 2%. I hope I get to save this. Um, again, at these Radio Lab on all socials. This is Gabby. I love you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Hope you guys have a great weekend.